Welcome to the Property Magic Podcast. My name is Simon Zucci, and in this podcast, I'm going to deep dive into the property investing strategies and investor mindset for my book, Property Magic. I will also share real estate investing hints, tips, and tricks, which I normally only share on my Property Mastermind Mentorship. Hello and welcome to episode number 120 of the Property Magic Podcast, which is all about relationship capital. So in this episode, I'm going to share with you what is relationship capital and why is it so important. And I'm going to give you several examples from my life that show just how powerful it's been for me and how powerful it could be for you as well. And also, I'm going to share with you how you can build your relationship capital. Let's face it, property is a people business. It's all about relationships. First of all, there are relationships with estate agents and potential deal sources who can find great deals for you. Then there are people who might want to invest with you as private lenders or joint venture partners. Then you've got your personal power team who actually make deals happen for you, such as your mortgage broker and your solicitor, and then your letting agents, handymen, and also builders. So relationship capital is where people know you, they like you, and they trust you such they want to do things to help you out. The stronger your relationships, the more successful you will be in your life. Now, I first discovered this way back in 2005. I was at a property event, and I'd started a property investor network in 2003, and we were running a special event called Investors Den, which was a group of my best clients. We were looking at some overseas investments because it was a great time to be investing overseas, and everywhere was opening up, and the markets were booming. And I'd invited a couple of people to come along who had some interesting investment opportunities and we would analyze them and break them down and work out if they were good opportunities or not. There's obviously more risk associated with investing overseas, so we thought it was really good to help people understand this. And one of the people I invited was a gentleman called Warren Dunn. I didn't know Warren incredibly well, but we'd started to work together. I really liked him. He was a really nice guy, very successful investor, had a really big portfolio in Coventry. And um, he had some really interesting opportunity in Morocco, which I actually invested in. And so Warren came along to this event and we went for a drink afterwards. We were just having a chat and I explained that I had a bit of a challenge at the time. And the challenge was this. So... I had bought in 2003 an apartment that I was bought with a then girlfriend and um, we put it into her name because it was her first property and so she was able to get a first time buyer mortgage and we'd done a little bit of refurb, we'd refinanced it after six months, refinanced, take all the money out so it was a no money down deal. And we lived there very happily for a while and then unfortunately as things happened we went our different ways and so I decided I actually liked the flat and I wanted to live there. She wanted to move on and we had 50-50 in this property. So she wanted to get her equity out. The value had gone up over time because the market was doing really well then. So basically we said, okay, well, what I'll do is we'll transfer the property into my name. I'll remortgage it and the remortgage should be enough to pay off the first mortgage and give her her chunk of equity. So fairly straightforward, but it was a bit technical to do. And we had a challenge that I kind of needed to find £150,000 to pay off the first mortgage before I could then actually um, get my remortgage. And so um, I didn't have 150000 so I was kind of a bit stuck. And I was just explaining this to Warren. And Warren said to me, turned around and said, well, I'll tell you what, um, I'll lend you the money if you want. 
And I was a bit shocked at first. I said, well, are you sure? He said, well, yeah, I've got the money sitting there, not doing anything, if I can help you out, you know. And he's, he's a really helpful kind of guy, really nice guy. So I accepted his offer. He didn't want any interest. He just, you know, said, well, I'll, I'll help you out. And um, obviously I gave him security. He had a first charge on the phone, so there was no risk for him. Uh, but I was just flabbergasted that someone who I didn't know that well was prepared to really help me out. And obviously he wanted to do more work with me in the future, um, but it was just amazing. It showed me how powerful relationship capital can be. Now, I just want to make it really clear. Relationship capital is not just about people who will lend money to you for your property investing. I'm going to talk about lots of different areas. I will talk more about that because it is an important area. um, But actually, there's far more to it than that. If you have a strong relationship with estate agents, for example, they might call you first whenever they have a really good deal before calling anyone else. If you've got a strong relationship capital with your builder, they might give you preference and come and do your jobs before they do other people's jobs. So let me give you a a quick example of relationship capital that's not a financial thing. So I'm in a mastermind group in America um, run by a guy called Joe Polish. It's a genius network. It's nothing to do with property. It's more about business and marketing and and general life, actually. And um, I went to one of the sessions in about 2017. And this is um, a mastermind group where you go three times a year. It's $25,000 to be part of this group. And uh, three times a year, there are different people at each time. And and sometimes the same people there, but generally you meet new people. And I walked in this one morning. It's just two days for three events in a year. And I walked in and sat down and you're told where to sit. And I was sitting next to a guy called Ben. Fairly young, late 20s, but we just hit it off. We got on really, really well. Turns out Ben was writing a book um, which was coming out. And I'm massively into mindset and I help a lot of my students with that. And this was a book called Willpower Doesn't Work. So I was really interested in that. And I said, well, maybe I can help promote it for you. You're not looking for anything out of it, just you know, offering to help. And that's what this Genius Network is all about. People helping each other, um, not for any reason, but just recognizing you, you, you can help people, right? And um, he said he was really appreciative of that. And actually, I ended up um, employing him, uh, hiring him to fly over to the UK and speak at one of our big events, which was Property Magic, which is done twice now, actually. And uh, he was amazing. He blew the audience away. He's so knowledgeable. He's done a, a PhD in kind of human psychology and behavior. I don't know anybody who knows more uh, about personal development and mindset than, than Ben. And you might have heard of him. He's actually called Dr. Benjamin Hardy. And he's now written several books. So Willpower Doesn't Work, I'd recommend. He, he also wrote Personality Isn't Permanent. He also wrote uh, Who Not How, which is a brilliant book you should read. And he's got a new book coming out in 2022 all about future self. So um, really fantastic author, probably my favorite author at the moment, actually. And um, I said to Ben, I said, Ben, you know, you know so much. I would love to do some training, a free webinar for my clients at the beginning of the year uh, to really help them plan and, and have a wonderful year. And and I found out, and I didn't know this, Ben does lots of videos and YouTube stuff, but he doesn't actually do any other live webinars apart from for me. So, and he does has lots of people requesting stuff, but because we've got a great relationship, he just does that for me and Mike, and he wants to help, wants to serve. So just a great example of that. And actually talking about Joe Polish, who runs this particular group, he, he's got a saying, he said, you can test the power of your relationships and, and how much people really trust you and like you by asking yourself this question. So write this question down. You might want to think about this yourself. How many people 
would lend you $25,000 if you really needed it. Now, of course, in the UK, that's about £20,000. So how many people would lend you $25,000 or £20,000 if you really needed it? Now, if you're thinking, oh, I don't know anyone with that kind of money, let alone anyone who would lend money to me, well, a bit of tough love, might I suggest you want to start networking, connecting with a different type of person. Um, they do say you become like the five people you spend most of your time with. Um, now, in terms of connecting and meeting people, uh, I've done lots of networking over the time and I find a great place to meet people is by going to paid educational events and seminars. So it might be on business, marketing, speaking, property, whatever, personal development. It's a great place to meet like-minded people. Now, free events can be good. You can get some great information there. But the problem with free events, they attract a lot of people who have no money. Um, not everyone, but a lot of people. Or people who, because the event was free, they don't really value it. So I would prefer to go to paid events. And if I do go to free events or even paid ones I go to, where possible, I always upgrade to go to VIP. Because in VIP, you're going to meet and connect with the right kind of people. So I'll always pay extra to get in the right kind of group. I'm very fortunate that now I have a number of private lenders who I can call at very last minute if I get a great deal and they trust me to lend me money. Um, and it's a lot more than 25k. I normally take a minimum of 50,000 pounds when I take a private money in. And they know they'll always get their money back from me They because they've lent and had money back in the past. They get a great return. And so it means if I need to move quickly when a deal comes up, if all my money's tied up, I know I can still move forward on great deals. Um, now, some people you know will just lend you money because they know you, some will want security, etc. But the more you get out there, more you connect to people, more people you tell what you're doing, the more people potentially who can work with you. Um, so how can you actually build your relationship capital? Well, as I say, get out there, network. Your network is your net worth. Um, connect with people. And it's now even easier to do because of all the social media out there. You know, you can find anyone you want to get to know and connect with them and, and see how can you help them? How can you bring some value to them? And when you first meet people, um, one meeting is probably not enough. You need to get to follow up and really build a relationship with people. And there's something um, in networking that we call giver's gain. This is when you go to you meet people, you go to networking meetings. It's not about going with the intention, what can I get out of this meeting? You go with the intention, how can I help people? How can I add value? And if you have that belief and that intention, you're trying to put some good karma out there, it will come back to you many, many times over. Maybe not from the people you're helping, but it will just come back. And you get known as a good, a good guy, a reliable person, and people will want to work with you. And you've got to recognize that some people come in and out of your life. You know, uh, you might meet someone, you never know how that relationship might develop in the future. I'm reminded of a really brilliant YouTube video. You might want to write this down. Uh, Steve Jobs gave a commencement graduation speech from Stanford University. Uh, he didn't go to Stanford, but he was awarded, I think, an honorary doctorate there. And there's this brilliant video on YouTube, which you can go and look up. So Steve Jobs, uh, Stanford commencement speech, where he talks about his life and he talks about three stories. And the first story is how these things happened. And at the time, he didn't know what they would 
what they would do for him or what they'd mean. But by looking back, you can join up the dots. You can very clearly see how one thing's led to another. And networking relationships is a bit like that. You might meet people. You never know what's going to happen in the future. But if you stay in touch with those people, um, you never know what could happen. So, for example, there's a guy called Mike, Mike Bristow, who I actually met uh, from Birmingham University. Now, he was at Birmingham a few years after me. But one of the things I did uh, when I was working at Cadbury's was I had a part-time business running student nightclub events. And Mike and one of his friends, a guy called Rich, uh, both entrepreneurial, they started selling tickets for me to their friends at university for my nightclub business. And um, so we kind of kept in touch over the years. Not 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 a lot, but we, we just knew each other, obviously. And um, uh, I think it was the early 2010, 2012, maybe. Uh, Mike had been a consultant for a number of years, only some really good income. He's a really smart guy. Um, he'd started investing in property in London, done quite well. But then he, he heard about Mastermind, which was very different to anything I was doing when he met me, but he kept in touch. He came on Mastermind. That really helped move his property journey forward massively. And then interestingly, a couple of years after that, um, when I came up with a concept of creating crowd property, um, I thought, well, you know what? Mike would be a really smart person to have on as one of my co-founders because actually um, he's a management consultant. He knows about the equity and, and management buyouts and mergers, stuff I don't really know about, and he might be really valuable. And I spoke to Mike and I said, hey, will you come in? And there were a couple of other people we brought in as well. And they, those guys came in and they, they gave up some of their time because of the relationship we have. And I, I offered them some shares as well. And actually, those guys who came in those early days and were co-founders, you know, they're all going to be millionaires um, because of their involvement in crowd property. And it they, they came and put the time and effort in, though, because we had that great relationship. So it's really, really important. Um, and let me give you another example about how relationships can be really powerful for you. So I got to speak at Tony Robbins' uh, Wealth Mastery events in the UK three times, and that was all down to relationship capital. You see, I started to go to Tony Robbins in the year 2000. I went to UPW, which is an amazing event, 5,000 people. You walk on hot coals, something you, you thought you'd never do. And it, it changed my life. And I signed up for the Anthony Robbins University Mastery and went on Life uh, a Date with Destiny and Life Mastery and also Wealth Mastery. And so November 2020, I'm sitting in this event, Wealth Mastery. I'm still at Cadbury's working. Um, I have quite a bit of property. I hadn't left Cadbury's at the time. And they were talking about mindset, which, as we know, is so important when you're investing. They talked all about stocks and shares and options, but they didn't talk about property. And I was sitting there thinking, well, that's a bit weird. Why have they not talked about property? And I made a note in my notebook and we were encouraged to write some goals down. One of the goals I set was I want to leave my full time job at Cadbury's, which I then did the following year. And also I, I thought, well, wouldn't it be great to be up on stage talking about property in an event like this? Now, at the time, you must understand, I wasn't talking about property to anyone. In fact, I hadn't even left my job. I was still full-time employed. I hadn't started PIN. So this was a really way out there goal. But I thought, wouldn't it be good if I could talk about property in an event like this? Because I, I love personal development. I love going to these kind of events. So anyway, um, I went back to UPW the following year. I took my sisters back. And the year after that, I decided to volunteer and become part of the crew. And I think, you know, a great way to meet people is to volunteer and, and put yourself out there. And so I did that. And I, 
I did that for a number of years and I was pretty good at what I was doing. And you're not paid as a volunteer, you're there helping at events, crewing, you know, preparing the fires for the firewalk or ushering people out, whatever you're doing, looking after the VIPs. And it was a great experience. And I got to know uh, a gentleman called Mo, who was the senior account manager, who'd sold me the ticket for my very first um, Tony Robbins event. And I, so I got to know Mo and I, I kept on saying to him, oh, Mo, you know, really, you know, at Wealth Mastery, you should be talking about, about um, uh, property and I'm really interested. And he was, yeah, yes, I'm whatever, whatever. And then a few years later, I think it was about 2007, 2008, uh, I was at a property show exhibiting and speaking and who should turn up? Mo. And Mo was there because his brother was there helping someone else out. And Mo came and sat down and saw me talk. And obviously I, I'd set up PIN by then. I'd helped thousands of people invest by then. And he said to me after, he said, Simon, you know what? Um, I wonder if maybe we can get you speaking at Wealth Mastery. And I thought, well, that'd be amazing. So I turned up to Wealth Mastery, uh, sorry, to one of their other events. And I met the guy, uh, Richard, who, who ran the whole training business. And I was interviewed by Richard and I gave him a proposal, what I talk about and said, look, you can't sell anything. That's fine. I just want to give value. And so long story short, in 2009, I was on stage in London uh, at Tony Robbins Wealth Mastery. And I was the real estate, the property expert speaking at that event. And it was like a, it was one of my goals had come true. And that all came about because the relationship I built with Mo, because I was putting myself out there. And through Mo, I met Richard and, and it all happened. Um, uh, another example, uh, one final example for you is um, how I got to meet uh, Dolph DeRoos. So Dolph DeRoos uh, wrote an amazing book called Real Estate Riches, which is part of the Rich Dad, uh, Poor Dad series. So Rich Dad, Poor Dad was written by Robert Kiyosaki and Robert asked um, Dolph to write the property book for that series. So if you haven't read Rich Dad, uh, so if you haven't read Real Estate Riches, you should do it. It's a great book. And so I'd read that book years ago and I thought it was brilliant. And when I um, was running my very first property magic event in 2007, I thought, you know what? I would um, love to uh, get someone like Dolph Drews to come and speak. So uh, we reached out to him and he was available. And so we paid him to come over, paid him a big speaking fee to come and speak and uh, paid his flight and everything and accommodation. And it was great. So I got to know Dolph through that and we kept in touch. And then he actually came and spoke again. And it was a much lower rate because we were kind of friends then. And Dolph actually lives in Phoenix. So whenever I go out to the Genius Network, if he's in town, he's often traveling around the world, we go out and have dinner and catch up. And, um, you know, Dolph's spoken at a couple of my events since. And, and I called him just in the new year to wish him new year, have a catch up and say that me and my wife are going to be going in Phoenix in February. And hey, we'd like to catch up. He said, oh, I'd love to catch up. And you know what? We talked about how actually it's about time that maybe we we do some training together or we um, do some property together. And Dolph actually mentioned, said, he said, Simon, you know, all, all, all the times we've met up until now has kind of been leading up to this point where I think this year we're actually going to do something together. Um, and it's a great example of just building that relationship capital. So now Dolph's a really good friend, very successful investor. Uh, and if I had something I needed, I could just pick up the phone and I know he'd be there to help out. So a reminder for you is, who do you want to connect with? Who would you love to be working with? Who would you like to be in your personal power team in your network? And also, who should you reconnect with? Maybe there are people you've met in the past who you got on really well with. They're great people. You should reach out and reconnect. And especially given 
there are many people who, who maybe are friends or contacts or you've not actually physically seen over the last couple of years in 2020 or 2021 because of COVID, maybe now's a great time to reach out to those. Because I promise you, if you work on your relationships, you're going to be more successful. And I've I've done quite well for my relationships, but you know what? I realize actually I want to work even harder. And some relationships, you know, I'm, I'm not perfect. I think I've not connected. I've not followed up with people as I should do. And actually one of my focuses this year is to really work on enhancing and building my relationships to an even further level. And that's why I wanted to share with you in this particular episode all about relationship capital and hopefully inspire you to spend that time building relationships because it will make you a more successful person. So that's it for uh, this week. Um, I've got a favor and also a request for you. If you've enjoyed this podcast, it will be awesome if you could give me a five-star review on Apple or on Google Docs, uh, sorry, Google Play. Um, just give me a five-star review. Say what specifically you like about the podcast because that means other people will see it and they'll also benefit from listening as well. So I'd really appreciate that. And also maybe subscribe to this to make sure that every Tuesday morning you get a little bit of a dose of positivity and property ideas and mindset from me um, to really give you a bit of a boost to the week. So I do hope you've enjoyed this episode. Until next time, remember to always invest with knowledge, invest with skill. Thanks for listening to the Property Magic Podcast. To get this week's show notes, please visit www.propertymagicbook.co.uk forward slash podcast. You can contact me via LinkedIn. You can follow me on social media. And I highly recommend you subscribe to my YouTube channel to watch loads of valuable property trading for free. All of the details are available in the show notes. Until next time, invest with knowledge, invest with skill.